Hello, visionaries. Welcome to another episode of the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about steps to overcome money issues. You are listening to the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast. This podcast is for you if you are ready to tap into your inner wisdom unlock your personal success, and evolve your life and business. I am your host, Padma Ali, and I'm well known in the space of neuropsychology and energy healing. I help evolved entrepreneurs and high-performance leaders like you remove the invisible barriers that you cannot see that are keeping you stuck from transforming your life. As we journey together, you will quickly discover that the only way to create your vibrant life and reach new levels of success is to go within. There's no better time to discover the gifts of your inner wisdom than right now. So welcome to the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast. So continuing on with the theme of money and the struggles with money that most people have and how to overcome them. And one of the reasons, again, that I'm talking so much about money is because that's the predominant fear that most people have. For whatever reason, human human beings have associated money with survival. I mean, for obvious reasons, because money um, and Money allows us to have a life. Money allows us to buy food. Money allows us to pay our rent or mortgage or pay our electricity bills or whatever, right? Like, and so money has been associated with survival. And survival often brings up very primitive fears and like almost dating back to saber-toothed tiger days, right? Like we've all gone through that, whether you believe in past existence or not. We've all gone through lifetimes where survival was very much at stake. And so all that fears have been now connected with money. So when you spend money, when you are, when you feel like you look at your bank account, when you look at your investments, all the things that come up are connected now with money and survival issues. So That's one of the reasons I'm talking so much about this topic. And as I look at my notes, I have, I think, one more more episode on money, like connected with money. That one is not connected entirely with money. The last couple of them were clearly full on. Let's jump into money stuff. This one is about How do you overcome money issues? Let's give you some tools. Now that we have identified beliefs and how they play a role and why is it important to work through your money issues, now let's come up with some some steps, some tools on working with money issues. So I'm not going to go into too much details with the steps I'm going to give you or the ways to work with the money issues. I'm going to let you discover that for your own self, like diving into it, finding resources and all that. I'm just going to give you some of the broad 
broad tools that you could use. Okay. So the first thing that I, before we even get into the tools, the first place to start with for all of you listening, yes, you listening, is to start with acceptance, gratitude for where you are, right where you are. You're exactly where you need to be. You're, you're learning the exact lessons that you need to learn through money. You're exactly where you need to be. Okay. So the first step is acceptance. What we often do, this is where a lot of the um, tension comes in because we start to resist where we are. We start to get into, what's the word? We get into conflict about where we are. I should be somewhere else. I should be higher up. I should not be having these money issues. I should be making more money. I should not be spending so much. Blah, 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 blah. Yes, it's only blah, blah. It is blah. <laughs> First step is just accepting. Okay, these are my problems. This is where I'm struggling. This is what's going on for me. That's okay. This is where I'm at. Fine. It's okay. I'm exactly where I need to be. Have love and compassion for yourself. Because when you practice radical acceptance, things start to open up again. Like again, it loosens that grip that it needs to be one particular way. So start with acceptance. And I'm reminded of this quote I read from Hal Elrod. And he says, love the life you have while creating the life of your dreams. Love the life you have while you, while, while you create the life of your dreams. And that's exactly it. You're first going to just love and accept where you are today. Okay, let's talk about tools. These tools are, again, not linear. It's not like if you do one or the other. You can do all of them, one, one after the other, whatever you want. First one, hypnosis or reprogramming your subconscious mind is one of my favorite tools to work with money issues because the subconscious mind does not know the difference between real and imagined. It, for your subconscious mind, everything is true, especially until the age of seven or eight, whatever you have seen, think about it as having been imprinted onto your brain. So which means whatever you were exposed to, especially about money until that age is now part of your subconscious. And so you have to reprogram your subconscious mind. There are many, many different methods of reprogramming. One of my favorite tools is hypnosis. There are other tools as well. You can use meditation. You can use visualization. You can use other methods for reprogramming your subconscious mind. But that is one of my favorite things that I recommend. Okay. For instance, you know, when I was little, um, uh, I used to be able to understand and speak four languages simultaneously until I was, I was, I think I was 10. Then I still can even, and as an adult, I can speak three languages fluently even today. But the fourth language, I've kind of forgotten. I can understand it, but I don't fully comprehend. And this includes English. The three languages includes one of them is English. But at the age of 
by five, I was actually speaking four different languages. And I could go between each of them so fast. Like I could just go, but I could just, and I would jumble up the words. I would speak, <laughs> I would speak in like three languages all at once. But like that's, that's, how, this, that's how powerful your subconscious mind is. Oh, I'm not saying this because I'm like, oh my God, look, at, look, I can speak four languages. No, no, no. I'm saying this because I was exposed to four languages when I was little. When I was growing up, like at home, we spoke a particular language. And then in school, we spoke um, English and we spoke the Indian national language, which was Hindi. And then I also lived in a particular part of the, of the country where they spoke a completely different language. And so I was learning and speaking four languages simultaneously. And it was not like we, I sat down to read it or understand it. It just was like fluent. I just, I absorbed it based on what I was exposed to. That is how powerful your subconscious mind is. You ask me today to learn four languages. Heck no, it's not happening. Not on my watch. I think it's going to take me forever to learn that. But this is what I'm saying. Like it's so it's it, it, it is easy as children. That's why your children are so smart because they are taking in everything. Okay, so another tool. This is one of my favorites. Moving your attention. What does that even mean? This comes back to where is your attention? Is your attention on worry, fear, anxiety around money? Because that's what is going to grow because whatever you place attention to is going to expand. So where is your attention? And so moving your attention away from where it is to where you want it to be. Okay. And then the third tool is Seeing reality the way you want it to want to see. See the world as you want it to be, not as it is. What does that even mean? Say your bank account has just $10, okay? And you're like, how on earth am I going to make ends meet? Very valid question. Now, what I'm going to say may sound controversial. When you realize you have $10 in the bank account, I'm making it up, obviously. Your heart starts racing, you get into panic attacks, you are anxious, you're nervous, you're like, how on earth, like all your thoughts are racing, right? Now, that is now going to create a reality that will reinforce the fact that you only have $10 and you're not going to be able to make ends meet. So what if, this is the controversial part, before you open your bank account, you sit and you say to yourself, I have all the money needed for this month. And you pretended when you opened up your bank account that you didn't have $10, but you had $10,000. Like you kind of added those zeros in your head. This is the controversial part. The reason being, most people are going to be like, but my reality says I only have $10. Yes. But this reality is not real. I know you're going to argue with me. I'm not even going to go there. I'm not, uh, I, 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 I cannot explain these things right now yet, especially on a podcast, because I have very different types of listeners listening. But these are things I go into with my clients because 
when you can see the world as you want it to be, not as it is, a lot of things are going to open up. So let's assume that you say, okay, I have $10,000 and that's what you see. One, you're reprogramming your subconscious mind. Secondly, you're not getting, you're getting into higher levels of frequency with how you feel about money, therefore attracting more um, opportunities into your life that is going to allow you to make more money. Okay. So this is how it starts to shift. Fourth tool or fifth, uh, fourth tool. Money is, you have to work for your money beliefs, your money mindset, your beliefs, especially your relationship with yourself, which means you have to invest in yourself. You have to work on these things. I had somebody who reached out to me some time ago and said, you know, they were looking for something. And this would happen when I was a therapist, like they would look for, they wanted to have very high quality care, but they wanted to always use their insurance. They did not want to pay for services. They wanted to use their insurance. I'm like, you can't have it both. Maybe there are amazing providers who take insurance, but are also are willing to take insurance and give the most highest quality care. I haven't come across those. The reason being, in, for instance, right, insurance would pay when, when I was, I never took insurance when I was doing private practice as a, as a therapist. The reason being the insurance companies would pay sometimes $40 for an hour. Yes, $40. How do you survive in $40, number one? And secondly, how many clients would I have to see at $40 in order to make a decent living to take care of my family? I would be run down, right? I cannot survive. How am I going to give that kind of care to 25, 30, 40 clients a week, impossible. And so that's why I'm saying you can't have it both. You have to invest. And this is where you have to step outside your comfort zone, whether you see that or not. So invest. The people who I work with who are highly successful don't hesitate to invest in themselves, whatever that might be. I'm not saying spend mindlessly. You have to be careful. You have to pay attention to who you are wanting to learn from, to work with and all that, but invest in yourself. Whether it's taking a course, whether it is working with a coach, whether it is really finding a really fabulous therapist to work with, it is an opportunity to invest in yourself. Okay, the next tool. Who are you associating with? You are the sum total of five people that you surround yourself with. If you're surrounding yourself with people who, are, who have the same poverty mindset as you do, then that's all you're going to keep attracting. It may sound really weird, but we are the sum total of five people that we connect with. So you have to increase your your. See how are, are the people around you bringing you down or are they uplifting you? This is really important. People don't pay attention to this. This is really important. Okay, the last one I'm going to share with you. Oh my goodness, this is one of my favorites. Choosing opulence every day. Choosing, choosing to live in a state of this higher wealth frequency. What does that even mean? 
Okay, so to translate it, the way I live in an opulence every day is, first of all, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for everything that I have. When I open the tap and water is flowing out, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for the food I eat. I'm grateful for this computer. I'm grateful for this podcast equipment. I'm grateful for, for everything as I'm doing it. And the way I live in opulence is giving. I give a lot. Like for when, the, when the cleaners come, I give them extra. Um, I give my, the other day I went to get my nails done and this, this really beautiful man, he does, he does, he's done my nails a few times. And so I get, I mean, I'm chatting with him and he has a daughter who's similar age to my daughter and she's really into dancing and is just telling me these things. So I, I offered to pay for her dance lessons. I told him, like, contact me. Here's my number. Like, I'll pay for her dance lessons, the same dance studio that my daughter goes to. I want to give. I want to give. And I can only give what I have, right? And this is why it's important the wealth I make. So I give a lot. Sometimes I tip 25%. Sometimes I've tipped 100%. I'm not kidding you. I have tipped 100%. I paid equal amount to what the bill was. And I love giving. Giving is my love language. Even with my clients, I give. I give a lot. I love giving. It makes me happy. I always give 10% every single month. Everything I make, I give 10%. No matter what the income is that month, it's based on my income, not based on my, um, and it's based on my revenue, not based on my income. So whatever I make, even before I pay all my bills at first gift, that's how I choose opulence because I trust that money will come back to me. Money is here for me. Money is here to serve me and I use that money to serve others. It's very simple. And the more I give, the more I receive. The more it just comes right back. I am not kidding you. There are days when I give and within 24 hours, that money has returned back to me. It's really important to remember that you are the master of money, not money's master of you. And when I get stuck, when I get into my anxieties, I'm saying this because it still comes up. My money beliefs still come up. Despite working on this, it doesn't go away. It's just, it's just this, those old neural pathways don't die out. They come. But I work through them. I breathe through it. I regulate my nervous system. I ask questions like, hmm, what would Richard Branson think here? It's so funny because it's not even like I follow Richard Branson, but I just, I just, I just like his attitude in life. <laughs> so... He's like a role. He's like, I don't know much about him, but I'm like, oh yeah, he's a kind of cool guy. And it's nice. It's, it just seems like he's a good attitude for how he lives his life. Like, how would it, what would he do? Um, I could be completely wrong, but I think I read somewhere that Gwyneth Paltrow gave, like, she, she, she bought this whole 
forest land and Amazon to preserve it or something of that kind. I do not know, but it was a, for an amazing cause. And I was like, I'm fabulous. Like, look at what money can do. So when I get my money, SHIT stuff, this is what I do. I'm like, how can I, how can I work with this? What would they do? And that shifts my attitude, that shifts my energy around it. So I'm just giving you the tools that I have used that I share with my clients and things that I want. So let me know what resonates for you, what doesn't, what's coming up for you, what is your takeaways from this, what, and, and share with me, share with me on Instagram, share with me, email me, I'm here for you, I want to help you, I want to support you. And if you feel called to working through all of these things, reach out to me because I, I love coaching people through this. All right, my dear friends, I am done. I've been back recording episodes for a while now. I'm going to take a break and I will see you on another episode. And please leave reviews for me. I would so appreciate it. Share these episodes. And I will see you later. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast today. If you have gotten value from today's episode, I invite you to share it with your friends and colleagues. If you would like to further connect, you may follow me on Instagram at Padma Ali and LinkedIn. Of course, you may also visit me at PadmaAli.com to get more information on how we can work together. Thank you so much for being here.